0: So you don't want to feel bad when you're being slutty. Sometimes you want to feel naughty, but you don't want to feel bad about yourself, right? Because who wants to feel bad about themselves when they're doing something they want to do.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Tony Mana.
0: And I'm Kiara Motley.
1: And this is Good Pain. Yes, it is. We have a treat for you today.
2: We have my Pacific Northwest sister.
1: Not little sister, but... No, not literal. Such. But yeah, uh, 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 Fantastic Dom from the Emerald City. Why is it called the mm-hmm. Emerald City? The green? Oh, God, you're going to ask me that. Yeah, I think probably
2: because it rains so much and therefore it's so beautiful and green. But, you know, oh. I don't know okay. if you want to quote me on that.
1: I don't know. So the opposite of my soul. Which is what? <laughs> What's the opposite of bleak, Isn't it blue dark? on
2: the color color wheel?
1: Oh, well, if we're talking about, yeah, artistic things, then yes. But I was going metaphorically Okay, because I, well, have, I have a dark, inhuman soul. Uh, we have Mistress Ruby today,
2: yeah, she was great yeah it was no, I,
1: I really love talking to her
2: again, so fascinating, all of the different areas of interest and specialties, and I truly don't know where people get the time to be as good and thorough at so many disparate things it's, oh yeah, it's humbling
1: right. right and and as we talk about several times uh during our chat and then, uh, her 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 upbringing and the things that she was interested in as a child, it's pretty clear that they're going to culminate in in what she has ended up uh, doing with her life, which is many fantastic things. Uh, yeah. And there was such a treat for cake. me.
2: I don't know about you, but like for me, getting a little more in-depth stories of some of the like scene play and imagination that goes into some of this. Like, oh, yeah. I love
1: it. Oh, yeah. You're going to you're going to hear a story that is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I got Tony and I very excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for you to hear this. Uh, Ruby, Ruby Tuesday. I have all these different nicknames for her. Yeah. Do you like that song? Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. I feel Who nothing about that song. Hi, oh, I have no emotions about that song. No emotions. About, are you thinking? Are you thinking about the restaurant chain? Maybe that's why. Nope. Just nope. thinking. <laughs> just just blank.
2: It's just a void, just
1: like your bl- soul. like my soul, <laughs> very much <laughs> like my soul. So, on that note, without further ado mistress ruby enjoy mistress ruby of the emerald city seattle
2: yes my city
1: yes
0: hi hi nice to meet you both. yeah nice to meet you
1: yeah do you like seattle
0: ruby i love seattle i've lived here my whole life
1: really
2: oh mm-hmm. okay so you wait phoenix though phoenix arizona born
0: Oh, no. I had a brief stint there for, I think, like six weeks to two months. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Let's call it a walkabout. Okay. Yes. A
2: walkabout. And then you
1: came right back. That's Uh right. A ponderous walkabout in the desert. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I moved to Seattle in my early 20s and I completely fell in love with it. And it is Mm -hmm. my town. So I love that.
0: Yeah. The weather is nice here. People are we'll go with pleasant.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There is a Seattle chill, but I'm sure you cut right through that.
0: Uh, Yeah, my mom is from the South, so she's really talky, Uh, mm. and I picked that up. So when I was a kid, my mom talked to strangers a lot, and Mm -hmm. I also talked to strangers.
2: Do you think, do Seattle people like that, or are they taken aback by that? It depends on the person. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, that makes sense. I'm. I'm actually. I don't know when this is going to air, but I'll be going to Seattle to the. What is it? The erotic art.
2: Seattle. Oh, erotic art festival. Yes, yes, we're going together. We're going
1: together. Oh, and awesome!
2: We're, and we're sponsors. yes Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm really excited. Not only to go to the to the to the festival, but also to see Seattle because it's a city mm-hmm. I don't know very well. So, so mm-hmm. you um correct me if I'm wrong, but I think your sort of entrance into kink was by accident.
0: Yeah. Um. So. When I was young, someone handed me an article that said it was all about professional domination. And I'd had a relationship with this person that was sort of leaning in the direction of domination. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what? You should really check this out and consider this. And I'd heard the word dominatrix. And when I was like younger, I would browse the ads of like escorts and prodoms. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of captivated by that. Mm. And um, I was always kind of captivated by sex work. And if you go to the um, the Sam, the Seattle Arts Museum, yeah. right across the street, there's this place, the Lusty Lady. I know. Oh, Tony, oh. I'm gonna
2: take you. I can't take you there because it's closed now. <laughs> yeah. But Ruby, oh. continue because it's it's a legend. Yeah. So yeah. I know what she's talking yeah. about.
0: When hmm. I was a kid, um, I always would like rush. Well, I didn't rush through, but like I am a fast reader. Mm-hmm. So I would always like go through the art exhibits with my friends and like read all of the like about things and blah, blah, blah. And then I would be, you know, sitting waiting for everyone else to finish up and I would read the um, awning for The Lusty Lady and watch people go in uh, and out. And I remember the Halloween one always said, have a happy Halloweeny."
2: And then, OK, and then Tony, yeah, t- Tony, I feel like you could have written for this. Uh, one of them, my favorites, Ruby, was Will You Light My Roman Candle?
0: cute. Oh. Yeah, that must have been 4th of July. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very
2: good. There's a book yep. you can buy. We should buy that. There's a book you can buy with I'll try to find it and send it to you that has like pictures of all of the different awnings. Anyway,
0: no way. Yes, yes. But yeah. so that was kind of burned into my memory, so obviously I was never really like anti sex work and mm-hmm. I wasn't really raised to be anti anything. Really, mm-hmm. my mom was very open minded. My parents were very open minded. I was in kind of like hippie culture, mm-hmm. um, very pro, you know, women can do what they want, blah, blah, blah. So I discovered I was kinky mm-hmm. and joined the CSPC after being in Phoenix for two months and started to explore kink. And I really dove in the deep end. I started in like kind of a body mod scene, which is like really intense, like Suspensions, I never sure. did that.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: like I watched that, and people that I knew and did that and had like some pretty intense like implants and stuff like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I had learned like rope bondage and stuff like that, came back to Seattle, uh, joined the CSBC. Which will you which, tell us what the CSBC
2: is? Yeah.
0: Um, the Center for Sex Positive Culture.
2: Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Also known as the Wet Spot, which was love that that's a cute name Mm -hmm. um (laughs) it is slash was a really fantastic place in seattle where people could meet you know just other kinky people um really fantastic open-minded space it was run for years by a woman named elena Mm
3: -hmm.
0: um and it's sort of transitioned over the years. Uh, if I'm not wrong, originally it was a coffee shop. Um, oh. Yeah. And it, I don't know, I have a really like fond, I have really fond memories and like a soft spot in my heart for that, for that place, because like I kind of grew up kink wise there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I know a lot of people feel the same way.
1: If I remember correctly, uh, in your journey towards, the world of kink Uh, Mm a couple of characters that i know uh came up barbie
0: ha yeah yeah tell (laughs) us about barbie Mm -hmm. so when i was a kid i had barbies but i never really felt like a deep connection to barbie Mm -hmm. um but i do have kind of an artistic streak okay and i was very irritated by the fact that their shoes fell off (laughs)
3: Um,
0: Like you could not get them to stay on. And I tried everything. I tried tape, um, whatever. And Mm -hmm. my dad had all sorts of different kinds of like really thin rope because my dad was a fisherman. Okay. little teeny tiny twine, stuff like that. And I found that I could tie them on. Mm. So that was kind of how that began.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did you start just Mm -hmm. nodding? Sort of nodding and getting more elaborate. Was it sort of yeah, something like-
0: yeah? It became like more artistic over time. And I actually know another woman um, in Seattle who uh, did the same thing. So I'm not alone.
2: Yeah, no, clearly mm-hmm. not.
1: Definitely not. Yeah, clearly yeah. not. K N O T. And. Um, here, where's the Peabody Award? I don't know. Um, oh, and the, the other character that uh, we need to talk about, because it's actually, this is not the first time it's come up on the podcast, uh, is Xena Onatop from yeah. Goldeneye.
0: Oh, um, so again, I was kind of a kid when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an N64, and my yeah. dad and I played like Goldeneye and Pokemon and yeah. some other game. Um. But I loved Mm GoldenEye. And then he was like, Well, if you love this game, we should watch the movie. Uh oh. (laughs) And I have seen like most of the James Bond movies at this Mm -hmm. point and own all the books.
1: Oh. Oh. Yeah. Very nice.
0: Uh, I don't know. Something about her just struck me Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. She was powerful. She was sexy i didn't really know Mm -hmm. what that meant at the time but there was just something about her that was in control and confident and she knew how to use herself
3: Mm -hmm. Hmm.
2: to strike
0: fear into the hearts of men (laughs) yeah and turn (laughs) turn them on at the
2: same time yeah Yeah. exactly
0: yeah but that was more for her than it was for them yeah Mm -hmm. A,
1: a good point a good distinction to make
0: yeah yeah yeah. Cuz a lot of times that's for male benefit more than it is for female benefit, but that was definitely for her benefit, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I want to go back and watch it now because
1: Yeah, I think oh, it's mm-hmm. really good and she I, the actor is it Famke Janssen? I don't know if it's Jansen or Jansen. I I'm, I'm not I'm not I a, a fancy learned person. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> but her that was the first time that was I think the first movie I'd seen her in. Yeah. Um she and she it was an incredible performance. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Really, really, um, because you know, up to that point, James Bond, I think, was a little bit tame, yeah, tame mm-hmm. or stuff. I mean, the, the recent, you know, like the the Timothy Dalton. James- I love James Bond as well, so I'm I'm totally yeah. I was there. like, I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. but they, yeah, we, you know, we went from you know, pussy galore in the '60s to you know, <laughs> Jane Smith, you know, telemarketer. It was just it got a little, I don't know, tame. And Xena Onotop <laughs> seemed to be this like unbridled, rah, kind of energy, and it was really great. So.
0: I was really excited by the name Pussy Galore and like the (laughs) GoldenEye ones. And then when I watched them, I was like, oh,
2: disappointing, (laughs) disappointing, very
0: disappointed. Because like with the name Pussy Galore, you're like, oh, Uh there's either going to be a lot of women or a lot of cats in this one. (laughs) Or a
1: lot of of pussy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: right. Uh... (laughs) Uh, Have you ever used James Bond themes in your scenes?
0: Um, So I have done some, like, interrogatrix scenes, Um, and I've had people, like, specifically request, um, like, that type of energy, and, like, because I've mentioned her on my website, like, I've had people follow me on Twitter and be like, oh, your thighs would be perfect for blah, 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 which... Um, And there was one guy who had uh, an avatar as the Admiral from that movie. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. So I was just like, you go, dude, you go.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Changing the topic briefly to latex, which I know is another Mm -hmm. thing you like. Yes. Tell us about latex. You like, but you don't like to wear. Or is that wrong? You do like to wear wear it. it.
0: so as I mentioned I like shiny things and latex yeah, is very latex shiny. Yeah, latex is shiny. It's latex mm-hmm. super shiny. So I thought I was allergic for a number of years. Um turns out I'm allergic to the powder. Um, that you have to Ah, uh, okay. It comes in powder. So
2: What? Latex comes in powder?
0: Yeah, it comes in talcum powder.
1: What?
2: Why did mm-hmm. why did I know that?
1: Tony, you look like you know this. I I think I do. For for uh, reasons uh, that uh, I've I've ordered things in the mail that uh, uh-huh, may have been uh-huh, made of, uh-huh. of a pleasurable material, but All yeah, right. they did Moving they did on. come they did come powdered. They did come yes, powdered. Yes, they do. But right, it's, right. Okay. it's just to, to keep it supple and easy to put on.
0: It's to keep it from sticking to itself because yeah. once you wash it, it becomes like it will glue itself together, which yeah. is tragic if you forget to lube it up. So. Yeah.
2: Okay, so you love latex.
0: I do. Um, as per like, whenever I, you know, think of like, uh, have you ever filled out a FetLife profile? No. So they have this section of like fetishes where it says like, I love, you know, blah, blah, blah fetish. I love, you know, watching others wear, wearing blah, blah, blah. That is, I love everything about latex.
2: <laughs> okay. But okay. But here's my question, Ruby, because this is fascinating to me. And I, I mean, listen, humans contain multitudes. You yeah. love wait, latex and shiny things as latex yes. is. But we know from our little brief that you often when not doming wear a hard hat and professionally handle fireworks and explosives. I do. Those are two totally I love it. Those are two totally different uh, like energies to me.
0: Yeah. I'm a multifaceted human being. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah, you are. Yeah. So could you, do you actually work on firework shows?
0: I do. I haven't in a while, but I do. I like to keep people safe. Oh, I mean, that's that's
2: goes across both professions. I find
1: that a a plus when I'm dealing with pyrotechnics, Mm -hmm. that that the professional likes to keep people safe. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I'm also totally humbled by the fact that so many of the doms we've spoken to, and you included, I'm like, how do you have so many things that you are good at, interested in, and well-trained in? Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you find the energy and the time?
0: Uh, I don't know.
2: I know, but I just applaud you. (laughs) You just you just make it.
0: I started doing that when I was like twenty. So one of my friends was like, "Do you want to do this for Fourth of July?" And I don't really like doing other things for Fourth of July. So I was like, "The worst holiday, yeah." That sounds great. I don't want to like do hot dogs or like be in a crowd. That sounds like the worst thing in the world. And I've always been a behind the scenes person. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've done theater, I've run shows, I, like, ran a nonprofit where I did behind-the-scenes shit. Like, I am not really an in-the-crowd person. I'm yeah. more of a, like, behind-the-scenes, make-it-happen-on-stage, blah-blah-blah kind of person. Yeah. So, like, if I have to, like, get a pat like, buy a pass for something, I'm completely uninterested. Mm-hmm. If I'm involved-, involved in the production or a presenter... I'm there.
1: Got it. So great. And then, and then what what exactly do you do with pyrotechnics? Is, I mean, it's setting up fireworks mm -hmm. displays. Yeah. Is there anything else that, that, um,
0: I make sure people don't get blown up
1: (laughs) again. How so, Ruby? How so?
0: I maintain a security perimeter to Mm -hmm. make sure that, again, to make sure that people are safe because I think that's really important. Oh,
1: yeah. And do you, do you ever, um, uh, have a hand in like composing the show, like, uh, like choosing which fireworks go where or it's blue, it's green. Yeah.
0: So I put the shells in the tube. So technically speaking, I could do whatever I wanted with that, but we have, Mm -hmm. um, usually we're, we're always sent like a certain number of shells and a certain number of like the main company is like, okay, so you get this number of things you get, like, you know, you get like a certain number of like rockets and whatever. And they usually try to kind of design it for us, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's totally chaos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we end up just, um, we'll end up kind of making it up as not making it up as we go along, but a couple of days beforehand, mm-hmm. we'll come up with a way to make it work in a way that is cohesive and a way that looks pretty.
1: Sure. Do, so, do you have any, do you have any favorite uh, firework or favorite kind of shell?
0: Oh my god! They always have really weird names, and <coughs> my favorite is Thunder, Thunder, and Rainbows.
1: Yes, Thunder, Thunder, that's my, Rainbows. that's my new screen name. I love that. Yeah, I'm
0: taking yeah. it. I'm Rainbows. taking it,
2: Terry. Right. How dare you? I love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh wait! Before, go, before 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 yes. we move
1: on, can I? I'm I, I, I got to yes. backtrack here a little bit. Backtrack. Going back to, going back to latex.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you ever play with <laughs> liquid latex?
0: <gasps> I have not. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I've never really played with
1: that that much. I, I I ask because I not only have I have I seen it, you know, videos in the internet, documentaries of people who enjoy pouring or painting themselves with liquid latex and then peeling it off. Ooh. And mm-hmm. the, and the first time I saw it, I thought, oh well, that I that makes no sense to me. But then when I was a kid, I would put glue on my fingers. Yeah, of oh. course. And then I would peel it off and go, hmm, that's pleasurable.
2: Yeah, or like you know those face those face masks. Same thing. You like yeah. put the face mask on and you peel it off. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah,
1: it gives you a little tingle. So I was just curious as a as a latex. Uh, yeah,
0: I suspect wax pro. is. Oh, I suspect it's similar to wax.
1: Mm. Okay, but
0: hurts mm-hmm. a little
1: less. I don't know.
0: Or, Probably. I mean, usually when you're doing like wax in a BDSM context, it's really mm-hmm. soft. Oh, okay.
1: So. Oh, okay, and it comes from a yeah, burning candle. You're point. kind of you're mm-hmm. dipping. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Shit.
2: All right, wait, okay, now I am switching gears because you have such a wide array of things that you do, and I want to know about slut training because that's another thing as an outsider to this community that I really don't know what that means other than encouraging someone to be slutty.
0: So everything in BDSM is a really wide topic. Mm. Um, which I think makes it difficult for other people to understand. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm like Wikipedia for BDSM. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Thank God you're here.
0: That's good. (laughs) (laughs) So in like clips, slut training is like just telling people to be slutty, telling them to like buy things, telling them to like stretch themselves open, telling them to like, you know, put things inside themselves, be it like this end or that end. Mm -hmm. Um, and in like real life context, it's encouraging people to explore things that they might not and encouraging them to, I mean, a lot of it is encouragement.
2: Yeah. So so it's totally different than humiliation. I mean, quite the opposite, in fact. No,
0: I would not say it's humiliation based at all. I would say that, um, humiliation is a completely different topic. I would say that slut training is more I mean some clips might be humiliation based, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I would say that slut training at least in yeah, I would say clips oftentimes are humiliating, but like a lot of online stuff is humili is yeah. humiliation based in general. Yeah. Um but in person stuff a lot of it is uh increasing people's capacity to do things they want to do. Mm. So like if someone wants to be able to deep throat, showing them how to do that.
2: So. And then being like, "You can do it. You can get it." Exactly. You Fucking can do go it. after your yeah, dream.
0: Exactly. Fucking do it, you slut! Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that and that helps the motivation, uh-huh. right? And yeah. and what uh, like if someone's just starting out, is it you know? Are we talking like dildos and things, or does it get does it become more and more? Are we inserting? in the blank i don't know whatever you like
0: whatever somebody can take really i mean a lot of times so like for example with like deep throating i use my hands
3: because i can
0: feel what's going on and literally everybody's different
3: right okay
0: um i like to use my fingers because i know exactly where the gag reflex is and Ah. when my fingers are there i can you know put my face right up close to somebody's face and give them words of encouragement they're like okay like now, you're just going to want to relax, mm-hmm. relax that muscle, just like breathe around my fingers. That's a good job. That's a good slut. Like, mm
3: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because I, I bet i bet that's, I mean, I don't, again, you're right. It's so subjective. I don't know, but I bet mm-hmm. that's a hard skill to learn.
0: It's a hard skill, but it's also an easy skill. Is it? Because you just need yeah. the right encouragement. There you yeah. go. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And to relax and feel good.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. So you don't want to feel bad when you're being slutty. Sometimes you want to feel naughty.
1: Yeah.
2: But, but it's... you don't want to
0: feel bad about yourself, right? Because she wants to feel right. bad about themselves when they're doing something they want to do.
1: Well, I mean, that's exactly right. And, and, you know, if you feel bad, then you start to feel ashamed and you get into this whole exactly. spiral and then blah, exactly. blah, blah, society, yeah. yada, yada. Yep.
0: Yeah. And humiliation is a totally different fetish, right? Yeah. Like... Humiliation is more like you know, like throat fucking and being like, "Yeah, you dirty fucking whore." Uh, yeah, right? and and making so, you
2: feel terrible. I guess.
0: I mean, not no? making you is feel. Is it not okay? I I mean, sometimes making somebody feel bad. Okay. But so, I- I'm maybe not the right person to ask about, yeah. like, su- I mean, not super hardcore, but like deep, ultra degradation, because a lot of that is like where, like, some of the online blackmail shit comes from.
3: Because
0: mm-hmm. I'm, like, a hardcore in-person player.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, I occasionally, like, fuck with the online stuff, but, like, I'm not so much of a, like, life-ruiner person as a, like, oh, I'm going to completely transform your life into something different.
1: Kiara? Yes, Tony? Do you like your kink with a bit of class? Oh, how you know me. Do you like... Your kink with a touch of ass?
2: I don't know. More dubious on that one. Yeah, I'll that say went, yes. That,
1: okay. Yeah, that went a little too far. <laughs> I think it did. Uh, but if you do like your kink with a little bit of class, you have to immerse yourself in the history, culture, and experience of a really amazing event called the Seattle Erotic Art Festival.
2: People, for one weekend in the spring, Seattle opens up its fleshy folds.
1: Yes. And it sounds as good. It is. As good as, good as, as it, it sounds. Says. When I hear about fleshy folds, my brain gets a little mushy. I apologize. <laughs> so you can explore uh, yes. those
2: folds. Yes.
1: yes. All are welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome. A myriad of offerings. Oh, my God. Yeah. They have uh, aerial and bondage performances. They have love letter creation. Um, what else do they have? Live painting. Yes. Many art exhibits. Yeah. And it's absolutely incredible. And it's a welcoming, wonderful, sex-positive environment you have to check it out.
2: If you want tickets, you can go to seattleerotic.org, buy tickets, view the full schedule.
1: And have a good time.
2: Okay, you can touch my ass.
1: Oh, thank you for your consent.
2: In person play, do you have a Seattle dungeon? hmm. I do. Oh, what does your dungeon look like?
0: My dungeon has multiple different rooms of sort of different colors and themes for different things. There's like one room that's kind of like, let's say Victorian style and like less intense, mm-hmm. but kind of like a little smorgasbord of like different experiences. Mm-hmm. And then one room that is definitely like more intense, more like harsh, and then another room that's a little bit more intense than that.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: What are your favorite yeah. toys in the dungeon? Or do you have a favorite?
0: Um, I'm really fond of whips honestly, because mm-hmm. it's a high scale tool and it can rain I mean, everybody's scared of a whip, honestly.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it ranges. You can make it really, really, really soft and nice or incredibly cruel. Yeah. So that's what
2: I like. Do about you, them. do you have a specific, I mean, you probably have many different ways that you whip. I'm, I'm just thinking mm-hmm. of, I, uh, Fun fact: A friend who is interested in BDSM took me to a fresh meetup at mm-hmm. Gallery Errato in Pioneer Square Aww. a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and it was my first experience. Mm-hmm. And so, a couple people showed us all of their toys and sort of mm-hmm. opened their suitcase and showed a bunch of whips. And one of them was one of them was talking about like a certain way that he handles the whip, mm-hmm. and I thought that was fascinating. I didn't even think about it that like he had a specific style. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: that's if... that's Florentine, and that's usually what you do with the flogger.
2: Okay, see, and he probably was yeah. showing me a flogger, and it was absolutely Florentini mm-hmm. that he said. Yep. Okay. Yeah,
0: so whips, most of the time you want to cast like a fishing pole. Ah. And you can see I'm just automatically doing exactly what I do. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: um, so you cast it like a fishing pole. It's all in the wrist. Mm-hmm. When you want it to be soft, you let it kind of fall. And then when you want it to be hard, you hard stop at
3: the end.
1: Okay.
2: And you have a long history with whips, no? Because I I think
0: you're... (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My mom and myself both did a lot of like horse stuff when I was growing up. Mm. And I was also like, I don't know, given access to like whatever So one of my mom's friends, um, had whips around when I was a kid and they were screwing around with one in the backyard at one point in time. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that. So they were like, Oh, here, I'll show you. So I learned how to use a whip when I was way too young.
2: (laughs) And then because of the fish your dad's fishing background, I feel like, yeah, you had the whips, Mm -hmm. you had the ropes. Yeah. And it all was meant to be.
0: Yeah. What's actually really funny is that like when I was older, I didn't make the connection that like, so I had a different whip when I became a dominatrix and I was using it all weird. Hmm. And I think the way that my mom's friend was using her whip is actually wrong. (laughs) Um, Or maybe she just didn't quite know how to handle it. But one of my, Mm -hmm. um, my mentor uh, showed me how to use his whip, which was by Axel, and like I wrote like a poem to his whip. It was amazing. Um, wow! It just like it feels like liquid in your hand, but also an extension of you. Um, he was like, no, 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 no! You're the way you're using your whip is just is wrong. So he showed me how to use his, and then handed me his, and I was like, holy crap! How? how is this a thing that exists in the world for like people to, wow. I really like toys that feel like an extension of you. Yeah. So. Huh.
1: That's, I don't know why I, I, I got a little hypnotized by that story. Ah. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh,
0: yeah. And there's your answer. <laughs> and, and there, and there's
1: the answer. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking of stories, Ruby, do you have, Um, you know, we like to do a little section called pillow talk where we ask mm-hmm. for, you know, a crazy or fun or silly story that you might tell at a cocktail party to shock a couple people. Is there anything that comes to mind for you that you'd want to share?
0: Oh, God. Um, oh, I actually have a really good one. Oh, I'm um, excited. This is uh, a crowd pleaser. Um, <laughs> so, this is definitely in my top five. So, I yes. was in San Francisco. And I got a text from someone who asked me, this is another hypnosis theme, um, who asked me if I did hypnosis. And I was like, yes. And then he asked me like, well, have you ever seen the jungle book? And I was like, yeah, of course I've seen the jungle book. Like, where is this going? And he was like, are you familiar with the snake, Ka? And I was like, yeah, cause awesome. Where is this going? And he was like, well, how would you feel about a snake role play? And I was like, I am fucking there yesterday, dude. Let- yes. When and where? So. And who's the snake? You. Me. Got it. Of course. It. Of course, I'm the snake. Um, <laughs> I'm the predator in every story. Yeah, oh, that's a big, yeah, done <laughs>
1: question. <laughs> yeah, question. Should, like, if we put yeah. anything today, I think it's that. I, I was <laughs> say.
0: Yeah. I like very unassuming, but I'm the predator for sure. So, <laughs> So I get to his hotel and he looks like very unassuming, very clean cut, very nice guy. So we get into his, I think we met at the bar and we like had a drink and then we went up to his hotel room and then he's like, okay, so this is like a little weird. And I'm like, okay, tell me. So he's like, I want you to sell your S's and pretend to be a snake. And hypnotize me and undulate your body while you do it. And I am going to pretend to be asleep when you come in. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I want you to like pretend to sneak into the room. Mm -hmm. And like the backstory here is that like you're like a snake person and I'm just like a guy. And then when after you've hypnotized me, I want you to bite me and inject venom then, into um, me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when I have an orgasm, I die. Oh shit, oh.
2: <laughs> it, is, it is a little death.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Dark, dark, I like it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I go, okay. So I walk outside of the hotel room and crack the door open and I look side to side. <laughs> And make sure nobody's watching me <laughs> as really? I drop to the floor and kind of army crawl, sneak, slither <laughs> into the hotel room and do my best snake impression. <laughs> as I slither in a sundress, like a long maxi sundress. <laughs> um, Cause again, it is San Francisco and it's warm.
1: That, um, yes. Understood.
0: <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> up to the bed where he's pretending to sleep. And then I rear up doing my best snake cobra impression. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and undulate side to side doing my best snake cobra impression. And then he faux wakes up with surprise because mm-hmm. there's a snake woman in there's his There's a snake room. in his
2: bed. Yeah.
0: Exactly, oh my God. <laughs> and Then I, you know, snake hypnotize him. Mm -hmm. And we have like a brief conversation in snake hypnosis land. And then, oh, right. I think he wanted me to coil myself around him. So I like hopped on the bed and coiled myself around him. And then like literally just like, (laughs) 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 And then it turned into this, it turned into this like macabre scene. Where, like, I described to him what his death was going to be like.
2: (laughs) Oh, yes. As he was (laughs) being filled with your venom and currently dying?
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Did he... Did he orgasm? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. He just made his entire fucking fantasy come true. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because this beautiful snake goddess is describing his death. And (gasps) after we had concluded... um he was like that was amazing can you come back tomorrow where the scene got a little bit more detailed hmm. and like it became this like political negotiation where he was king of the humans and i was like a naga princess and for those oh of you God. who don't know what a naga is it is like know. a half human half snake <laughs> <A Naga. laughs> yeah yeah so he like the the political discussions were like him saying, like, well, like you know the, the snake people have a history of you know hypnotizing and biting and killing the humans, so we really need to have a treaty here. Oh
2: my lord,
1: <laughs> this is like Game of Thrones, but in a different universe.
0: yeah, it was fantastic.
1: I love this i this I mean talk about play, literal play,
0: and
2: deep yeah. imagination, oh yeah. It was amazing
1: that's spectacular that is mm-hmm. a spectacular story
2: tony can yep. we be can we be the two kingdom leaders and have a political i mean i don't know that it needs to get sexy but i do really want to like fight for political ground oh my with god you yeah please right. I'm, I'm
1: designing costumes in my head i have lighting <laughs> involved yep uh that's incredible all right
0: yeah, yeah i also had somebody ask me like a little bit after that to dress up as a succubus and i was like you know i've done clips like that just for funsies because i have horns right <laughs> But that wasn't nearly as fun as the treaty discussion.
2: Yeah, the treaty discussion's pretty cool. I mean, you're talking to two actors, too, so it's just like, oh, you can do that in your free time?
0: Yeah. I played a lot of Dungeons & Dragons growing up, so I was there. You were
2: ready. You were prepared. There.
0: I I bet all my (laughs) s's.
1: Cause yeah, Ruby, I have to say, cause I'm getting, I'm getting a vibe. Cause earlier you said you like sci-fi, uh-huh. you used it. These aren't the droids you're looking for. What I'm, I'm also into sci-fi. But I like Star Wars, of course, but I'm much more into Star Trek. Hmm. Do you have any particular?
0: Are you a Trekkie? I'm both. Ooh. Okay. Why does someone need to pick just one? Well, that, yeah, of course, pick them. Yeah, on. yeah. I'm yeah. currently rewatching um all of Deep Space Nine, so
1: that's my favorite. Ah, so good that's, oh my god Ruby we could oh.
2: I know I mean we,
1: yeah. I don't want to cut this off because you know
2: but again it is su- not yeah. a Star Trek it's not podcast just, unfortunately. Much, to yeah. my, much
1: to my fucking chagrin I've I argued know. again and again that this should be about Star Trek <laughs> I'm sorry Tony
2: we, we shut here, you down
1: we, <laughs> we crushed your dreams uh, but uh, yeah as if I couldn't be more pleased speaking with Ruby Deep Space Nine comes up so thank you very much of course Um, shall we, uh, go to the dungeon. dungeon? Yeah, Ruby, we're going to take you to our dungeon. Ooh, yes. yes. Um, so yeah, so this is, I don't know if if you've ever seen uh, Inside the Actor Studio. Uh, every interview ends with the same five questions. So we ask the same five questions to all of our, uh, all of the people who are gracious enough to come speak with us. These are deep piercing questions that will... (laughs) make you question the very reality of life. It's these kinds of Tony,
2: questions. Tony, it'll make you
1: question... It'll make you question... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and the first piercing question is cats or dogs?
0: I'm a cat person. Okay. It I love dogs, but I'm a cat person.
1: There it is. Any any particular reason why we gravitate to cats?
0: Um, I've always had cats, and... Cats will take care of themselves, but dogs won't. And surprisingly, I can train cats.
1: I believe that too. Of
0: course she Uh can train
1: cats. What's your favorite ice cream flavor?
0: This is hilarious, but vanilla.
1: In ice cream only, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can mix it. Actually, I like the scent vanilla too, but you can Mm. mix it into anything. All right. Third question.
2: Would you prefer heaven with your enemies or hell with your friends?
0: Hell with your friends.
2: I know. I don't know, Tony. This question might be a wash.
1: <laughs> I know. I think I'm the only person who said heaven with their enemies. But he
2: is the only person who said heaven with his enemies. But he's ev- an introvert.
1: I, well, I am.
3: So uh, he says he doesn't care. Yeah.
1: So yeah, what what <laughs> what, what makes you think uh, hell with your friends is better?
0: I mean, we just kind of lived through hell, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's
1: true.
2: So here we're doing it. We're just doing exactly. it. And it's okay. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what,
0: it's fine. It sucks, but whatever. Yeah,
1: maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we should we take out the question. Yeah, because someone know. said the same thing yesterday. Like hell with my friends. That's that's Wednesday. That's Tuesday. exactly. that's
2: every day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh God. Okay. Oh,
2: that's funny. Uh, next question: What is something that really scared you before you did it, but now you're glad you did?
0: That's a good question. I mean, singing is one of them. I was afraid mm. to do lessons. Ooh, actually, getting my ears pierced. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> getting my ears pierced. I was deathly afraid of doing it. Uh-huh. Actually, ever piercing, I was terrified of. How
2: old were and you? Yeah. Um,
0: or? I was 16 when I got my ears pierced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's screwed. I'm doing more than that. I'm getting my cartilage too. So
2: So you just leaned into the fear.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Leaned right
2: in. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I waited a lot to do many things. Like I didn't learn how to drive until I was like mm, 18. Mm. So obviously I was glad to do that too.
2: All right, so no. so singing, driving, and ear piercings. You're yep. glad you did yeah. them.
0: I am glad I did those.
1: Because you you mentioned all your piercings. Do you have something other pierced other than ears?
0: Yeah, I have my nipples done. I have uh-huh. my belly button, uh-huh. and I had so much face jewelry at one point in time,
1: and oh. I had
0: my crotch pierced at one point in time too. That was actually the scariest one, which isn't surprising.
1: Of no. yeah, I was the most this painful
0: time. too. So I would yeah. Think the same. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that that would that would fill. I, I for some reason, yeah, ears. I mean, my ears are not pierced, but I feel like I could handle that. But yeah, any mm-hmm. sort of get your getting that little needle down by your nethers. I don't know. Yeah. Uh The last question in the dungeon: mm-hmm. What's the best compliment you've ever received?
0: Oh, that somebody had calculated how much it would be to hire me for an entire year. <gasps>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: And that they wish that they had the ability to do that because it wasn't a matter of money. I was just, you know, worth the time and that they wouldn't, you know, spend the entire time with me. They just wanted to have me on call. That's a really good compliment. Mm-hmm. That is a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. I adore that human being. Did mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. you talk about, yeah, you said, you know, you're going to transform someone's life. It sounds like you did.
0: Yeah. Oh, also several people have tattoos that are inspired by me. So. Oh, that's, that's
2: a yeah, real that's, good compliment, too. That's a real good compliment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That is a good compliment. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fabulous.
2: Be, so thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah. Today. I pleasure. have a question. Is what there anything joy. you want to plug? Like
0: upcoming events or just oh, your social media, your, socials, your website? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh I'll plug my social media and yeah, my website. Yeah. My website's the easiest because mm-hmm. it's the URL is not complicated to
1: spell.
2: Sure, do what that. is it? Just Ruby tell us everything.
0: Loves you. com. So
2: Rubylovesyou.com.
1: Rubylovesyou.com, everybody visit. Mm -hmm.
2: And from there, I'm sure you can find Twitter, Instagram, Mm -hmm. any other possible thing, Facebook. And you have some really cute, at least on there, some cute YouTube videos Mm -hmm. where you guess if people are sex workers or what their Mm -hmm. kinks are. And you are
1: very good at that, I have to say. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Ruby, what a delight.
0: Yeah, thanks. Thank
1: you. This is lovely. Ruby, Ruby slippers. Sexy slipper, Ruby. That's right. I really I enjoy talking to her. Yeah. And, and starting, of course, with the fact again, I cannot stress this about. Yeah, you have a deep connection. Out. A Deep Space Nine connection.
2: Oh yeah, I felt I
1: was slowly being nudged out of that. I was like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, my God. Yeah, when she says when she was talking about the snake play, and they were like you know, the, the, the treaty conversation and all of that, and then find out she likes deep space nine. I'm like, I bet she and I can have a great discussion on Bajoran politics in deep space nine.
2: I wish I knew any of what you just said. It sounds like, but yes, it's, it's super important to pursue
1: that dream. It's super, it's (laughs) super, especially in (laughs) In the current, in the current context that we find ourselves living in. This is vitally important stuff.
2: (laughs) I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Who's to it's, say? It's,
1: I can assure you, it's not. <laughs> I, I can assure you, it's not. Uh, but yeah, she was uh, delightful, and uh, uh, yeah, and 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 her her upbringing of fathers a fisherman, yeah, was giving her toys and whips. It's like, and you mentioned, of of course it, of course it makes sense. What she, of course it developed. To, yeah,
2: I mean, it could not be more Pacific Northwest to me that her father was a fisherman.
1: Do you ever hear that joke about the guy on the airplane? Uh no. And uh, he keeps he keeps sneezing, and he go, ah, two, ha, no, A-choo-ha! <laughs> and the guy next to him goes, what's the problem? And he goes, oh, you know, every time I sneeze, I have an orgasm, and the guy goes, oh, are you taking anything for it? And he says, yeah, pepper.
2: Ah, that's a terrible joke.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a terrible joke, but but it something it it had to be Makes done. makes me makes me giggle. Well, it titillates me. Um, on that note, yeah, look, we could look, we could talk jokes and and Star Trek all night here, but uh, that's not why you called. No, we're here for latex and penis play. So keep <laughs> it moving, latex play. That's right. Oh, folks, uh, we know that the past few years uh, have been not so great, but remember, not mm-hmm. all pain is bad. Sometimes it's good. Yes, I'm Tony. Hachoo. I'm Kiara. <laughs> and you've been listening to Good Pain. Pain. Give me some pepper.
2: Ha-choo! Bye!